Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. So, uh, so I mentioned Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. I, so I, I've eaten there before. Like I, like I grew up going to one, like when I was a kid and everything. And I was like, I was like, I like the aesthetic. I like the, the atmosphere of them. But I was like, I never remember the food being very good. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. But like, we were like, yeah, there's one near the hotel. We might as well go like, go see, you know, some animatronic hippos and shit. <laughs> Dude, they've stepped their game up food wise. Oh yeah. Like, oh my God. I had, so I, I ordered, one, they've like, from the last time I was there as like a kid, they their menu is way smaller, um, which is good, but I had like a Parmesan chicken sandwich on like an Asiago cheese bun, dude, it like, it was honestly like one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. See, I find that weird. I thought the Rainforest Cafe would be like a, a vegetarian spot. Like, I mean, well, they have vegetarian stuff, but like, well, I mean, like just the focusing as like a, a animal oriented thing. Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a normal, like just touristy restaurant. It's mainly about the atmosphere and everything. Have you ever been to one? Uh, I think I've walked through one, like at a mall, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I don't think I've had, and if I did, it must've been when I was a kid and I just mm. definitely don't remember, but I'm just like putting this as like, I think of like a petting zoo that also has like a barbecue spot on the side. Like you're like, wait, hold on, what, what's happening hold on. here? It's Did like, I just pet this cow? Like, uh, oh, this is weird. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. oh yeah, that's the ones that uh, they were pet too much, and so we had to just turn them into food. It's like, wait, yeah, what? No, I respect that. I understand where that where that thought can't like comes from, mm-hmm. but nah, man, it's like they stepped it up seriously, like. Easily one of the top five sandwiches I've ever had. Okay. It was so good. And that's probably why I've uh, honestly never gone to one or had any kind of desire to go to one. It's just because I just thought it was just, you know, eco-friendly food. Nah, man. <laughs> but nah, no, they're, they go they're hard with it. Throwing out chicken parmesan, that's my that's my go-to right there. Oh, dude. that When I saw that, I was like, damn. I actually had chicken parmesan this. this week, too. Nice. Oh, man. Chicken parm, boys. Chicken parm, parm. Chicken, chicken parm, parm. Um, yeah, they have, like, ribs and shit there, too, like burgers and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, highly recommend now. Oh, my God. Okay, like, okay. Also, Henry's Puffy Tacos. The, like, the, like, the puffy taco thing. Mm-hmm. Good tacos. Really enjoyed them. Highlight of that restaurant, though, the water. The ice water that they bring. Oh, okay. Weirdly, it. I mean, it was delicious. Like it was some good water. <laughs> it tasted different than your everyday, like bottled oh, water. Dude, it or... tasted like next level, dude. <laughs> it was like literally like we got the waters at the table, just like whatever. You know, we always get water, and it was like Sarah took a sip, and she was like, "That's good water," and I was like, "Yeah, what? Okay, okay." So I took a sip. I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is like the best water I've ever had." Do you think it's because it, it comes is. from the rainforest? No, no, no. This wasn't a Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> oh, this, okay. This, yeah, no, no, no. this is Puffy's. This is Puffy Tacos. Okay, spot. okay. I don't know what it was, man. It was wild. That was. I'm going to have dreams about that water. Man. Did you have the water at the Rainforest? I did. It was fine. Okay. It was fine. Tasting, you know, smelled and tasted a little rivery, but you know, <laughs> what can you do there? It is a on little the river walk, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, have I had you try my chicken parmesan at that spot in Vegas? 
I don't know if you were with me on one of those trips. I know I've made a couple people come with me. Anytime What's I go that? to Vegas, it's uh, off the strip, and it's that like super pricey chicken parmesan. It's like I don't know, twenty five dollars, twenty six dollars for a plate, but it's so so good. It's like I've never no, you haven't made me do that yet. Okay, I might have to because <laughs> what we're going to be talking about today is trips and expos and Vegas in particular. Las Vegas, and uh, that's somewhere where we're going soon. So I might have to sit you down for some chicky parm parm to really throw down. And uh, yeah, so let's get started. This is uh, episode 17, where we expose, expose, expose ourselves. We 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 expose ourselves. Is that is that right? Is that yeah, you? that's. I mean, that's what I'm seeing on here. We're just exposing ourselves. Okay. We're exposing ourselves. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You get it? You okay. Get it? Play on words. We're talking about expose, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm and, in a uh, weird mood, y'all, so just be ready for it. <laughs> Let's roll with it. I like this. We're going to be giving y'all some new flavor for your ear. Um, so, yeah, once again, we're talking about expos. We'll be talking about, um, you know, hookah expos. You might see us post about them. Um, it's not usually something that the general public gets to go to, except for one show in particular that we'll be talking about as well. Um, but we kind of giving you some uh, behind-the-scenes stories. We'll give you some horror stories, some good stories. We're going to give you stories of our of our expo- exposations. Exposations, yeah. Ex- exposations. In the world of hookah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then also you'll hear about uh, The Office, not the show that Sean still hasn't watched, and I am on season six now of The Office. But uh, yeah, I think we'll we're be- on episode 17 of uh, you just referencing The Office and how I haven't watched it. So we're on a 17-episode streak, everybody. Keep just it going. Keep that counter going. And, uh, yeah, so we'll be letting you know what's happening down on the site because we have quite a few updates this time around. And uh, I know we were slacking on the last episode on uh, terms of, like, office news, but we've really got a lot going on this week, yeah. so hopefully we can make up for I it. am excited. So, yeah, so we will... Uh, we will get going, and as you might hear in the background, that is Sean smoking. He's a, a co-host of this podcast, and I myself is uh, is just a guy. Is just a guy. Is me. <laughs> well, we're just a couple of guys at Hookadashisha. Yep, I, I can't get through my intro, but my name is Smoker Pass, not my birth name, but it's just a name I'm rolling with in the hookah world, and um, I do things over at Hookadashisha, like. And my name is Sean. <laughs> Not my birth name, but just the name I'm rolling with. So I'm totally gonna erase that last part just so people don't know my last name. But oh, it's, good point, good call. But it's very easy to find <laughs> if you type in the first <laughs> yeah, like a, name that uh, I've gave you guys. Oh man, nothing is hidden in the world of the internet. But where are we at? Are we still in the intro? Have we? Yeah, we're still in. The have intro. we told people who we are yet? I mean, I I think I've given myself my name and my title and what I do, kind of. And um, I've given the people your name and your title and. Yeah. So <laughs> that over there that keeps talking is uh, the other person that you'll hear talking is Sean. He does customer service stuff in his boxers because it's hot. all right don't put me on blast like that that's that's a little rude listen the ac's broken in the office right now i think the day that this podcast comes out it's supposed to be fixed but it's really hot in the office it pushes like 84 85 something like that in the office man it's brutal but I'm wearing basketball shorts, you know. It's, they it's, just looked a little shorter. So when I walked into the office, up. I was just like, oh, wow, it's, it's this kind of day. We <laughs> Sleeveless Listen, Sundays and Sundays I boxers. work alone, you can't judge me for what I do in that office. Like, as far as I'm concerned, on Sundays, that office is mine, all right? I can do what I want. Yeah, it's kind of like walking into, like, someone's room without knocking. 
<laughs> that's exactly what, you're like oh yeah mm, i know this is your spot and this is your space but like just, and i didn't really announce myself but we're here now and in this situation yeah so, just passing yeah. through just just passing through uh hope you have a good day <laughs> goodbye <laughs> that's not where i thought this was going but i love it anyway oh man but as sean mentioned what you can hear in the background is uh some bubbling going on oh i forgot i had a good segue yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's right um also you probably heard a slap just a second ago that was me on my belly so we're (laughs) we're really hitting it we're really hitting it today um you are in a different mood i'm i'm in a i'm in a mood man are you shirtless what are you shirtless are you just slapping your stomach i'm not gonna answer that Okay, so let's move on to what's in the bowl. What are we smoking, Sean? Uh, I don't know what you're smoking. Actually, I could. I mean, I could take a peek at the notes, but I want you to tell the people if you've got a new setup, if you've got a new flavor that you're smoking, just 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 let the people know what's going on. Spoiler alert: I don't have a new setup. Oh my it's, gosh! Uh, I'm smoking the Amira Midori again, keeping it rocking. Little uh. Yeah, I wouldn't say mini hookah, but it's definitely more of a medium size. Um, smoking that Vitria 2 Lotus 2 combo, back to that. I think it was, uh, what, last week I was smoking an 80 feet 80 bowl, so I'm back to the Lotus. Uh, did mix up the flavors this week, though. Uh, one of them is, once again, my uh, my flavor that I haven't smoked before, the one that I'm going to be telling you about later. But uh, in the bowl... Is a brand I haven't smoked in a very long time, Sean. Oh yeah, Starbuzz Bold. Hey, that's my. Wait a minute. Okay, I've got Con- Starbuzz. In continue. The bowl. Continue going. So we've got my uh, one of my personal favorite mints. They're uh, white mint, very delicious mint, with uh, the flavor that I'm trying out this week, black peach mist. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I'm uh. Doing a little bit of a blend this week, you know, okay. kind of mixing it up a little bit. All right. What about you? So this is this is very weird. This is just this is weird. Oh, no. Okay, oh, no. so we are in two separate locations. Like we're at, I'm at my house, he's at his house. We don't see our bowls. We don't tell each other what we're gonna smoke before we smoke. But because honestly, we don't care. Yeah. Like I, my, whatever you pack has no bearing on what you I'm. You can't smell do, it. So. You can't taste it. Yeah. No, no. So this is very weird, but in my bowl is a brand that I always smoke, Starbuzz Bold. Oh, and wow, really? Like, actually? Yeah, and the flavor oh. that I am smoking is white chai with a little bit of white mint. No. <laughs> exactly. If wow, I could, okay. If I could take a picture of the underside of this, I would, but I'm actually using the Vitria and the Lotus 2, so that seems pretty impossible right now. <laughs> and, uh, just what, take my what? word for it that we actually have two Starbuzz Bold sessions happening right now in the same bowl, but not the same hookah. I am using my green KM. It's... Shocker. Yeah. It's got a green hose. And I did find my... Starbuzz carbine tongs, uh, they're green. So now I'm oh, I am even better. I am really, really kind of just over the top with the green. Green hose, green handle, green tongs, green hookah, green tray, whatever you want. It's it's green. Uh, so yeah, so wow, back to back Starbuzz bold sessions on a random. I never would have thought you would have had Starbuzz bold on our sheet. 
Dude, I never would have had would have thought I had Starbucks on my sheet. I like I like I looked at it after I typed it and went, "Oh, that's not right." Like that ain't no, nope, that is. Okay. That's what's in my bowl. So yeah, so that's a uh, that's interesting. I like that. Uh, yeah. Starbucks bold is once again. If you haven't had it in a while, I understand it's a little bit pricey compared to the it other is. options out there, but it is very very enjoyable, especially if you like peach. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there because I've already had this flavor, but I'm going to tell you what it tastes like. And I might have mentioned this in my mix uh, some podcasts ago, but white chai is very good because it is white peach and chai. When I first got this flavor, I was upset because it was not that chai. You know, it was there was peach and I was like, why is this called white chai if there's peach in this? It should just be chai, but it grew on me. And then Starbucks also released spice chai. So if you want a straight chai flavor, you can still go and have that. But this white chai, it is delicious. It's white peach with chai. And I really like it. I, I use a, it I'm quite often. I'm going on a limb here. Okay. And say that the white in white chai mm-hmm. comes from the white peach. Would I be accurate? I think. I think you would be, sir. I Am think, I onto something? I think you I think might, might be, be onto on. something. And yeah, it, it's it's strange because you know, actually, it's not too strange. The peach is very bright, so it is the, kind of like the first thing that you smell before the chai. And with chai kind of being the emphasis flavor, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't this isn't a chai flavor. But once you start smoking it, it's very very unique and it's kind of addictive. I like this flavor. Really like this flavor. So. How about so? <laughs> that's how, that's how you do a segue. So Starbucks has, uh, it, you know, talking about expos. Starbucks has always, always been one of the biggest brands at expos. They have like the Did largest, like floor plan. They have the large. They have huge cans hanging from the ceiling. Um, that has kind of slowed down on the U.S. side. They still do shows over. Uh, internationally, um, where they still have kind of a large platform, but uh, Starbucks was definitely one of the first brands that I saw, you know, a very large displayed, you know, booth at my very first show. So let's take this conversation and move it over to what we call Expos with three exclamation marks. I'm just not going to yell it that loud, but just know Expos! It, it's Expo time. So, um, Expos. What the heck is an expo? What is a hookah expo? Well, let me tell you, folks, because we're here in the educational portion of this podcast. <laughs> we should throw an ad before that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, the expos, um, a hookah expo is pretty much where you would go as a company. You know, like if you are a vendor, if you are a smoke shop, if you're a hookah lounge, you're going to go there so you can see the new accessories, flavors, ideas, um, or just to kind of just check in with some of your favorite brands, see new brands, see what they're bringing to the table for the year. Um, a very big show um, that kind of kicks things off for the new year is a show called Tobacco Plus Expo. We call it TPE. It happens in January, sometimes in February, and it's just kind of like letting people know all the products that are going to be coming out this year in the world of hookah. Um, just kind of what to look for, you know. Can maybe plan ahead. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. some people have hookahs that, you know, aren't completely finished, you know, with a batch or whatnot. But you can kind of see what it's going to be like, some of the colors, the test colors. It's almost like going to, like, a computer electronics uh, expo or any like a video game expo. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like kind of like an E3 of hookahs um, where you have your, your big brands and they're just 
they're just doing their thing. They're showing off. So you see a lot of employees. You get to meet face to face with these people that for us, we kind of communicate through email and through social media. But we use these opportunities to kind of just have some face to face time, smoke a hookah, chill, and also explore and kind of find new brands. So uh, I have been to several, several, several of these hookah expos around the world. And I know that you, Sean, have uh, have kind of gotten into this as well, kind of with starting at Hookah Dash Shisha and also a little bit from working at the lounge. So what was your first expo? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't have as many un, under my belt as you do for sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting up there. I'm, I think this upcoming show will probably be my, I want to say like sixth show. Okay. Fifth or sixth. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a few in, a few in my pocket. But I think my first show, yeah, it was definitely back when I was working at, uh, at Hookah and Beyond, uh, the old lounge. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of shut down for like a weekend or a week maybe. Yeah, no, it was a full week. And, uh, yeah, uh, myself, the, the owner and one of the other employees just flew out to Vegas and, and had ourselves a week. Um, went to LA for a couple days, but yeah, went to uh, TPE. I don't remember the year. I cannot remember years. I'm really bad at that, everybody. Uh, but yeah, my first show was TPE Tobacco Plus Expo that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that that at the time was definitely like the show. I'm gonna say that it's was three years ago. Expo. Just to throw that out there. I want to say yeah, three or four, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, been at Hukushisha for a little over two now. So yeah, yeah three or four. Um, I want to say four. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, Tobacco Plus Expo TP at the time was the show. That was like the main hookah expo, main tobacco expo. Um, man, it was wild. That was uh, that was one of the last times I saw, uh, I saw that big Starbucks booth that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. That was like the first thing I saw when I walked in that expo hall. I was like, oh, okay, so this <laughs> is where we are right now. Yep. Got it. Yeah, I mean, guys, if you could see this, uh, I mean, two brands have brought life-size, not even life-size, gargantuan-size hookah products, and it is Starbuzz and Fantasia. Fantasia had probably like a two-story hookah that they would have at their booth, and it was just, it wasn't a hookah that you could smoke, it was definitely just a display piece, and then Starbuzz had probably like a 15-foot-wide can hanging from the ceiling above their booth it was just a starbuzz bold can uh it was so cool lucky for you the tobacco expo that you went to was uh kind of the last showing of a lot of the big hookah brands in the usa i don't know why i have to add the full thing but yeah usa um the uh the shows have kind of changed a little bit since then the the tobacco expo show has really felt the effects of the vaping industry. There's a lot of vaping uh, for the shows that followed the year that you went, and there's a lot of CBD, and just kind of like a lot less happening with the world of hookah. And so a lot of those people have kind of moved to other shows that have a stronger focus on hookahs, which is kind of like the one that we're gonna talk about, Hookah Expo Worldwide. Uh, So for Tobacco Plus Expo, me and you went to the 2019 show. I think there was about three brands. Would you I, I say? I want to say I want to say it was like five. Okay. I think there were like five or six at the most. Yeah, but as far I mean, as like the big yeah. names go, I mean, 
it was probably around two or three. I mean, there were some other hookah oh, yeah, booths. Oh, yeah, big names for sure, like two or three. Yeah, I mean, like some of the hookah booths had like they were charcoal people mm. or they were people that did accessories or whatnot, but not like it used to be. Like back in the day, it used to be Al Fokker was a huge booth. Starbuzz was a huge booth. Fantasia like everybody was, showed it up was massive. But then after a while, the pie kind of just started to shrink just a little bit. And you started to see the floor plan have more e-juice companies, vape companies, c- cigarette companies, because, you know, they're going to be there as well for your smoke shops. And then it just really just kind of just a lot of the hookah people just kind of just backed out, you know, because it, it costs quite a bit of money to, number one, hold a booth space, then actually build up your whole booth space as well. There's a Bring lot of that, that product out there mm-hmm. and just just it's it's expensive. Yeah. And, you know, to have your the people that are coming to that show really looking for vaping and kind of following the trends, um, really you weren't getting, you know, that much money back on what you put in. So they kind of just switched to different areas. And like I said, there's international shows that we'll get to um, here shortly that are huge, huge for the for the hookah market. But um, we'll, we've definitely seen a change in the, the expos that we go to. Um, but my first expo was Tobacco Plus and that was probably i want to say six years ago five years ago maybe and that was the first time that i got to see um pretty much everyone because at that time i was doing a lot of hookah reviews but i really hadn't met anyone i was doing stuff online i was communicating with different you know companies and whatnot but never got to see anyone face to face so at that show that was a show that they tease that starbuzz tease they're made in america hookahs I mean, that was, number one, it was the first hookah that had a warranty. It was made in the USA. You had all these different colors. Oh, man, that was that was such a crazy experience because it was just like the year before, all I got to see was just photos online, um, you know, some quick clips and, you know, me trying to review everything. I'm trying my hardest to contact these people to send me a sample or to send me something. And then one year I was just like, or, you know, the following year, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go there and just see what happens. You know, I'll see if I can get in and just try and go. And so I contacted some people at Starbucks and I just said, hey, I kind of just want to get in, uh, film some stuff, kind of walk around. And they approved the the idea. They basically just kind of gave me one of their employee badges to kind of get into the floor. And then after that, I was in and just started running around it was just like a kid in the candy shop they had the the haze booth had a dj um oh man it was oh, the it, haze booth yes oh my gosh yes the haze booths were party sections uh i mean really everyone was there it was so so massive and after a while you know it kind of started to disappear like i was saying and we were kind of just wondering if we would ever get that kind of feeling again where we had all of the big brands kind of under one roof and that is where we kind of get the show that is called hookah expo worldwide which is in august it's once again in vegas vegas is i think a good spot for expos because it's pretty cheap to travel there in most cases um, and there's enough hotel space oh yes for oh yeah so yeah there's that and uh because pretty much they people or i guess I, I say people but vegas kind of wants you there because you're going to spend money while you're there so it's usually pretty cheap to get to vegas Um, No matter where you're kind of coming from, a lot of people drive up from California. As you know, there's a huge hookah presence in the California 
um, state, California state. There you go. So a lot of them just kind of just take a road trip up there. But the uh, the Hookah John show is where we're going to have just all of the big, big brands. And it's only hookah and you know this is and, and to clarify hookah expo worldwide is put on by hookah john yes um i don't think we mentioned that so you just called it the hookah john show oh. but yeah that, <laughs> that is the hookah john show is at hookah expo worldwide yes and um so this show that we're speaking about this is a show that is open to the public so pretty much you can buy tickets this isn't just if you have a hookah lounge if you have an online shop this is if you, you like don't hookah, have to be in the industry yes so like yeah. if you like hookah you can go to this show if you want to test out new flavors go to the show and also explore vegas if you've never been there but uh we'll definitely be there because we like going to shows um you know, what's what's one of your favorite things to do at a show? Or what is it something, if we could explain to the people what we do when we go there? So that's, I, I think whenever we go to shows, we kind of have two, two goals in mind. Um, I know for us specifically, we tend to go just to, you know, from a business standpoint, just kind of test stuff out and, and see, you know, what new products are coming out and what, you know, is worth picking up for the site and and basically just kind of, you know, figuring out new stuff that we should carry on, on hookah dashisha. But, and then, you know, that's definitely a, a, probably about 50% of it. But I think the other part of it, and the other reason that we're really there, especially at Hookah Expo Worldwide, is just FaceTime. FaceTime with, you know, our vendors, FaceTime with, with our customers, just FaceTime with, with everybody who, you know, helps support hookah dashisha. Yeah. And... That is fun. Yeah, I enjoy that a lot. I love that when you when you encounter someone that you've spoken with, like through an order or through something, and they're like, "Hey, you remember when I got that hookah from you, dude? That was that was awesome. Thanks." And there's that like pause of like you trying to sort through your memory and being like, and then it just clicks. Yeah, you're just like, "Oh my god, yep. yeah, that's you." <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, oh my holy, ah!" Oh. And then you're just like, and then it, it's it's that. Every single time. Yep. It's just like, oh man, it's awesome. Yeah. And it's just like it's like almost like people pulling up pictures of their kids. Like, hey, remember that last time we spoke about that thing that I was working on? Look at it now. Look at this and this. You're like, oh wow. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. That's really one of the best parts is just encountering all the people that we speak to once or twice a year through customers or people that we interact with through email. One thing that I would say that is that's always struck me as awesome is the fact that with the hookah community, I mean, we do spend a lot of time conversing through chat or through social media, but once you meet up with someone, like as far as hookah, you just kind of just sit down and start smoking. You just continue talking. It's never like a weird kind of feel out like how the person is like this. And you kind of already know a little bit about the person um, especially when you can relate on a subject like hookah to where you can have a conversation that could just go on for a while. I know that's one thing that I find myself doing at these expos is talking, talking, so talking, much. talking, talking, because it's just boom, 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 boom. You're, you're now face to face with this person. You can just have all the kind of conversations with instant response instead of, you know, waiting for the chat bubble to come back and You're waiting for that email response. Yeah. Or, you know, just and and from me on a customer service standpoint, you know, I'm I'm going to be entirely honest here. And part of the reason for customer service in any industry 
And one of the hard things about it is, you know, you're there to fix problems and to, you know, for the most part, you're there to, you know, fix issues and, and help out and everything. And when that's your day to day, it gets to be a lot when you hear a lot of the negative stuff like, oh, this base arrived broken or this happened or that happened gets to be a lot. And, and, you know, it kind of wears on you a little bit, but man, at these shows, like just getting to talk to, talk to the, you know, the customers that came out and like have them share these stories and be like, thank you so much. Like for everything that you guys do, like all this stuff, man, it makes all of it worth it. Oh yeah. It's, 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 it's such a good feeling to just know that like your, you know, your day to day, your job is, is really impacting people and really influencing their hobby. And man, it's, it's, it, it puts you on the move. <laughs> like, it's awesome. So one of the things that um, that I would kind of follow up with that is even though it's hectic, uh, one of the things that I kind of oddly look forward to is the hookah lounge because you, you arrive and let's say for our trip, you know, we're going to get there on Friday. The show starts on Saturday and, and you know, it's also on Sunday. But that Friday, getting into a hookah lounge, you get in, you try to get in there quick before the rush happens. Now, there can be a rush at any hookah lounge. The nightlife scene, it gets packed. But when there is a hookah expo happening and you have a bunch of people that smoke hookah all trying I mean, to go you're to talking a hookah like lounge, 25 people at one table. Yeah. Like it's insane. And they're all hookah enthusiasts, like they all know what they're talking about. They all want these, you know, unique types of mixes or do this and, here's and this. The kicker they're all getting their own hookah. <laughs> yes. Like everybody's getting their own. So like, you know, in normal groups, you know, three or four people get one or two. Nope. Everybody's getting their own. Got a table of 25. Oh, that's 25 <laughs> hookahs. Like, so ugh. one of the things, you know, is for me, I, I, when we first started doing these things, I was always trying to be that person that tried to get their hookah or, you know, even if I showed up late, I was still trying to get a hookah. But one thing that I've learned with these trips is kind of just, talk you just bounce around to a couple tables walk around talk and that's still kind of a great experience because i know that i can smoke at any point when i get home or at the show the next day or even at the lounge if there is a break but spending that time with those people and talking to them while they're you know in a lounge setting is totally cool i enjoy that a lot bouncing around to the lounges but definitely if you are going to this hookah expo that we're talking about and you plan on visiting a hookah lounge during one of the show days, be prepared for a wait, uh, a, some slow service for your coal, you know, change out. That's going to take some time and it might take some time for you to even get your hookah. But that's just that's just the way the game works. Um, it's just how it's going to be <laughs> for this time of year. That's definitely one of my my favorite moments from there. Is there a, I feel like you kind of explained your favorite part, you know, dealing with customers. Is there anything else that you had on that? I would say the food. Yeah. It's just like, you know, uh, being at the show and going to the lounges and everything is awesome. It's awesome. But one of my favorite parts just in general about going out to those shows is just being in Vegas and getting to eat so much good food. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, you know, we're going to hit the tacos El Gordo spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's a, it is a yeah. tradition. <laughs> it is a tradition. For the past many years, and I'm gonna get like a dozen tacos and eat them in like one sitting, <laughs> and I'm gonna hate myself but love myself at the same time. I still remember uh, when you ordered like 
a dozen and me i'm ordering four and savoring you know what i have i'm like oh this is great and you walk over the tray i'm like is 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 that all for you yeah yeah it is it is <laughs> I, I remember at, at uh i think it was uh the most the past hookah expo worldwide um we were uh, a bunch of us just ended up going to tacos El gordo man it was you me adam rice uh owner of trifecta um owner of uh mason bowls just like there was probably 10 people with us on this on this you know food trip and uh because we had been talking it up this whole time i remember i ordered like a dozen and all like the rest of everybody got like two or three and i remember the owner of trifecta like afterwards was like listen i love you sean but when you came over with that tray of a dozen tacos my first thought was fat ass (laughs) and then he's like but then i ate the tacos and then i finished my two tacos and then I looked over, and I was just jealous. I was like, I made a huge mistake in only getting two. Yep. I was like, yeah, you just got to go hard. Yeah. Like, you Vegas is, you know, when you're on a Vegas trip, even just for pleasure, like, you're not going to hold back. You're in mm-hmm. Vegas. Don't bother with the diet. Don't bother with the exercise. Don't calorie count. Yeah. Just eat as much food as you want. My intermittent fasting is out the door as soon as I land. <laughs> it's just, it's go time. Uh, for that and yeah definitely food is a huge huge thing out there uh, oh, it's some of the best it's so good but also gambling you know because you're in vegas well gambling's fun but until i lose 400 dollars, <laughs> not so fun but right. you know it is what it is yeah um, it's part of it i guess so now we've talked about a lot of the good sides the frills a little bit of the fun out there do you have any horror stories oh yeah oh yeah I, uh there's always there's always horror stories man <laughs> Um, oh man, there's like, I, there's been, I'm not going to name names on any of these, uh, any of these, uh, stories, but I've been to, been to booths of like new tobacco brands that are just God awful. They're just, you go and you, they're like, Oh, we pack this flavor. And then you smoke it. And it's just like, uh, Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> so this, this is your most popular. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just going to pass on this. Yeah. I'm just going to give this hose back to you and just slowly walk away. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to walk away. Because there's a difference between like a normal like session that you're packing yourself and everything mm-hmm. versus like a show hookah. Yeah. There's no washing these things. There's no you know, taking time to really make sure everything's good. Cause you're in an expo, like you're in a convention center. Like you don't have sinks. You you know, closest sink is a bathroom. Like you're not sitting there with a, you know, full industrial sink, cleaning these hookahs <laughs> out really full prep station. Like your chances are you're probably packing bowls underneath a table. Uh, yep. you're, you're, you know, using quick lights to light natural coals. <laughs> like you're, you know, you're going, you're, you're making do with what you got. So there's definitely a difference in like show hookahs and normal hookahs, but there's been some bad show hookahs, man. Like yeah, ugh. and especially when you walk up and you see the base water is like dark, just really, really dark, and they're like, "Hey, try our new flavor," and we're like, "Ah, oh, yeah." Mm. I mean, like, did no one bring like you can just go get like a jug of water and just take this base, put it in the sink wash that water down and just fill it up from the clear jug of water and you'll be fresh. You'll be good to go. But no, no one does that. They've set up one hookah 
and then it smokes the entire day. So it's like, what was on here before? Double apple, then blueberry, then chocolate, and then you want me to try this peach and tell you how good it is? Like, that's not... <laughs> that's one of those, like, all right, how about this, boss? You got a can of it? I'll take it home and try it. Yes, like, yes. Well, I was like, you just give me a little, you know, give me a can, I'll try it, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not smoking it here. Yeah. I'm like, nope. That's That's got to be one of the, the most... Uh, things, yeah, it's definitely one of the things that drives me crazy at a show is show hookahs. Ooh, ooh, and and kind of going off of that, something that makes me just it, it hurts me every single time because I I see this a lot. One of the most important things to have at one of these expos for anybody planning on going to one is a mouth tip. Yes, you gotta have a mouth tip. Yes, because you've got I mean hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Going through all these, you know, all these booths and smoking all these hookahs, I have seen, and this is probably my number one horror story. I have watched somebody at a booth just, just raw tip it, just go straight to the mouth, no tip, and uh, I, I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to change that hose, boss. <laughs> I was like, I will, I will give that flavor. It is at a booth that we frequent a lot too. Uh. Yeah, I was like, literally after that person left, I just, I just took the hose off, set it to the side, and I was like, I just the guy running the booth, I was like the the owner of the company, I was like, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take one of these other hoses off of these hookahs <laughs> that you have set up. I'm just, is that cool? I'm just gonna plug this in, man, because I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna smoke that one anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, that's got all kinds of diseases on it. Like, uh, ugh, yes, ugh. bring a mouth to just party please. people. Bring four. Like, you're going to lose them. There's going to be some at the show. Like, they literally have them at all the booths, pretty much. Just just grab, like, ten. Mm-hmm. Shove them in your pocket. Keep them on hand. Just never, never not use one. Like, <laughs> Never not. Um, yeah, I mean, like, my horror stories, you kind of pretty much touched on some of the things that bother me that would kind of go into the horror stories, and I've got more... Pretty much stories kind of like you where you've just seen people do gross things. Um, I would say a horror story. This one isn't so much as the quality of hookahs, but more so the environment. Um, In the Frankfurt show in Germany, um, it is a show that starts off as business to business. So you would need to have some sort of business that involves hookah to really be doing... uh, any sort of entrance into the show before noon. But right at noon, it becomes a public show. And I didn't really get to see the line outside, and the show that I'm talking about is Hookah Fair, and uh, I didn't get to see the line of people outside. I just went kind of inside, I knew some people, I was able to go into the floor, I walked around, I was taking my time. The, the Hookah Fair is probably three four different rooms that are massive massive it's a very very huge show um so walking it takes some time so i'm just taking my time it's my first day just walking around but next thing you know it on the microphone in german he explains that i guess it's time for uh the public to be able to enter the show and i could feel the ground rumbling like vibrating from the steps of the people running into this expo and it blew my mind i i I kind of felt like 
I'm trying to think of some sort of horror movie where a bunch of stuff just runs past you and you just kind of stay there. Like, think Lion King, just Simba, just sitting there and just all these things just I'm, running I'm imagining around. Godzilla, like the, the, the cup of water. Yes. Like the go. Yes. Like the, the ripples. Exactly yeah, that. And it, I had no idea what I was, you know, prepared for, what I was getting into. And the entire showroom filled up. And I could not believe that all of this space was taken. And the thing is, is that this is a show where it's open to the public. And, you know, in Germany, it's hard to get shisha tobacco without having to pay extreme high taxes. And this is a show where you can get samples. You can try some American brands. You can walk out of the show with some shisha. So all of these people are trying to do that one thing. And I'm just in Germany for the first time, kind of just aimlessly walking around, <laughs> no real objective, and next thing you know it, I just, I can't get into a booth, I can't walk around, I can't breathe, next thing you know, people are pointing at me, is that, your smoker pass, that's smoker pass, no, I no, I just imagine them no. saying that in German, I just, I just imagine German, and then the word smoker pass with them pointing, yes. and you're just like, uh, me? Like, no, 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 that's not me. Different guy. Different guy. Uh, yeah, and that just that. Number one, I was by myself, and Oof. just being surrounded by that much that drove me crazy, and it was so scary. I, I felt like I couldn't escape, but I still had things to do because I wasn't just gonna leave the show. I mean, like I've traveled all the way to Germany. I'm not gonna be like, okay, too many people here. I'm gonna go hang up my hotel. Like it's not, yeah. that's not the, uh, the solution there. So I kind of just had to stick with it and, you know, I got to do some crazy things. I would put this in my horror stories, uh, category. I got to try, um, some beef and onion shisha that was no. just no. disgusting. It was, uh, it was mm-hmm. metwurst, which is a German sausage, uh, yeah, it's got onions in it. There were so many other flavors, but I kind of got duped into uh, into smoking this. And I have a I have a video for this, so I will definitely put it on the blog for you all to see. But yeah, it, I would put that in the horror stories. Smoking I don't know onions. What brand? I don't know what brand made that. <laughs> I respect their willingness to go outside the box. Yeah. But that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. Yeah. Whoever went, you know what we need? Beef and onion. Yeah. And so whoever greenlit that, no. Nah, but you have like, to understand, the people that were at the booth, there was a guy that was like, yeah, this is good, but I think we need more savory flavors. We need barbecue sauce. We need, and he started listing off different spices. And I was like, no, no, you were in this for the wrong reason, sir. You need to leave. <laughs> like, this oh, is this God. is not good. And uh, in the video clip, you'll hear like a chick saying like, do you taste the onions? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> And uh, that hurts me. <laughs> and every time I watch it, I still like I wince just a little and I can taste it. Watching yeah. myself smoke it, I can still yeah. taste it. It's just like a memory that is just forever stained my tongue. And yeah. I just, yeah, definitely. So it's not one of the things that I will ever look forward to. You know, like we always say, like trying new flavors, trying different things. If you guys are bringing onion flavored shisha to the table, I'm, I've, I've been there. I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing any savory shisha flavors. That's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> if, if you listen, if anybody tries to give me beef and onion flavored shisha, I am in many unkind words denying. <laughs> I am just nope, nope. 
Nope. What is wrong with what you? What did the five nope. fingers say to the face? <laughs> yeah, like, nope. I, I'm i not going to be nice about it either. Like, most of the time, I'm, like, pretty respectful. Like, oh, yeah, appreciate it. You have a good day. Nope. <laughs> You're getting a whole lot of words coming out of me if you try to hand me beef and onion shisha. <sighs> yeah. So, besides uh, that, you know, we've kind of talked about our things that we like, things that we do at the shows, and our horror stories. Is there anything that you are looking forward to at this upcoming show? Man, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody. Yeah? I, you know, like, like product-wise, I'm not sure what to expect. Um, I, I never really do know what to expect. Um, but... Man, I'm just I'm just getting excited to see people like people I haven't seen in six eight months longer. Like mm-hmm. I, it's it's just good catching up with everybody, really getting getting that FaceTime with everybody, and just being able to sit and smoke a hookah with people. Yep, like that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay, so it's always the best part for me. All right. Well, um, I guess I mean I'm kind of the same way, and you know we were just I, I say just in Vegas, but uh, that was in February when we went to the tobacco plus expo but yeah so it feels like we were just there but this for me uh is trip number 29 or 30 to vegas god and uh so yeah as far as the vegas scene uh it's whatever (laughs) i just want to see some people smoke some hookah laugh try out some throw, new flavors and see throw 100 bucks at a blackjack table and call it a day <laughs> yes like, yes that is blackjack is is a new move i i started I'm off telling you man i started off my trips doing the slots but it's definitely in the cards always um, man always in the cards. so yeah i'm kind of excited to do kind of a mix of all of those things outside of that um one of the things that i'm really excited to look for is products that we can bring back to hookah shisha um do we have all of the shisha brands that we need to have. I know that there are some new people coming out over to this show. I know there's some international people coming to this show with new shisha tobacco. So just want to see if there's anything out there that we are missing. And this goes as far as hookahs as well. So I'm really wanting to come out of this show with some new things to bring to the site. That's that's what I'm really excited for because, you know, it's 2019. Let's keep it moving. There's still new products out there. There's still new brands out there. So we will definitely be talking about that we'll have a whole kind of after the expo podcast and kind of talk about our experience and were we able to achieve the things that we wanted to do i think for me i if i was to put a like a goal for us as like as like hookadashish on this i'd I'd like to see us be able to bring at least one really good product from each like category right like yeah one just really good new hookah one really good new hose or bowl or you know something like no H&B. more charcoal though <laughs> yeah no more charcoal we got plenty please of that, no more charcoal God, I just makes me cry like, <laughs> like one new good shisha brand like really good i'm just that's i think that's gonna be my kind of benchmark for this trip mm-hmm is if we can just get at least one really good product from each category, minus the charcoal, then I'll be happy. Then I'll then I'll it'll be a success for me. All right, yeah. So, um, I think that's I think that's a good wrap up for expos. Um, we've we've talked through just about all of our experiences. Sean has been to uh, this would be this upcoming expo would be what expo for you? I want to say either six or seven. Okay. This will probably if I'm thinking about it now, yeah. I'm I'm in my twenties on expos. Um, 
but God. it's been fun. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been to New Orleans. I've been to Vegas. I've been to California, um, Germany a couple times. I've been I've been around for these expos, and they are always fun. It's always interesting to see what people are bringing to the table for, for new stuff. Because you definitely don't want to, like, Nakla isn't going to open up a booth and be like, hey, want to try Double Apple? Like, it's, it's listen, not. if that if they do, I'm staying at that booth the entire time. <laughs> I'll get nothing done. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, yeah, it's just the new new. We, we only want to talk about the new new and that's what we'll be doing. But speaking of new new, let's see what's new new in the newsroom in the segment that we like to call. Hey, what is this? Wow. I did it. Wow. Oh my gosh. I did it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You have to understand. Tone it, I tone it back. I had my breath. I was catching my breath so I could go ahead and do it. And right when I opened my mouth, it was just. <laughs> I was like, what is happening uh, right now? Oh, I get a kick out of it. Wow. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newsroom. Uh, you are in a different mood. Look at that, trying to tackle my ad libs. All right, so uh, <laughs> oh one of the, one of the things that I wanted to talk about really quick was uh, I put up a Hukajan blog. Um, I know that we were just talking about his show, but I also did a blog that kind of highlights his products because if you do not know who Hukajan is, he's just been in the industry forever, and he has made so many different products that. A lot of people really enjoy his coals, titanium coals. They are one of the top-selling coals on our site. His bowls are in one of the top-selling accessories. And he's got hookahs. He even has an expo. So I decided to make a blog all about that. And uh, it's live. You can go check it out right now. And uh, Sean did a search, something along the lines for podcasts and hookahs. And somehow we ended up on player.fm and we noticed that you know there's some podcasts up there but our podcast isn't up there so next thing you know it guess what we are on player.fm so if you listen to player fm or if you know someone that listens to player.fm let them know that the hookah podcast is on there we're on there yeah we're we're expanding our catalog of of uh podcast supporters i guess services streaming services, services yeah whatever you want to say if we are missing yeah. out on one and you have to go to a different app just to listen to this but you wish we were on another app please let me know and or us know let us in the facebook page or a chat or wherever send us an email <laughs> podcast at hookadashisha.com yes you know anything just let us know <clears throat> comments on orders hey you should put your podcast on here okay done we'll get on that done and uh yeah so another thing i've got more i've got more like i said um so we're going strong on this one everybody so two things on this i'm I'm really excited about this one we have a fumari top five summer mix so i just put together some of the mixes that uh we'd like to get down on with fumari for the summer and some of these mixes you can enjoy whenever you want to smoke them but uh it's a really cool uh mix but one other thing is is that a few podcasts ago i talked about fumari having a dark leaf shisha flavor now this was done over at the uh the hookah expo the shisha fair hookah fair in uh frankfurt and they exhibited a new dark leaf cut of tobacco and i am happy to say that that package should have arrived by time this podcast is up so next podcast you'll hear us talking about dark leaf fumari 
I'm excited. Dark Leaf I'm excited. Fumari. I'm very curious on how One this One more time go. for the people in the back. Dark Leaf Fumari. Okay? That's pretty big because this brand has been around since 1999 or 96, 97. One of the 90s in the end. It was in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, so know. now we are in 2019 and they are just now talking about Dark Leaf. So I'm hoping they, uh, they thought this out and really put a lot of lot of effort into this and we have delicious mixes to smoke on the next podcast i'm excited i really i'm really curious on how this is gonna go yeah i'm 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 gonna go ahead and just put it out there i'm skeptical skeptical i'm skeptical okay when it whenever whenever a brand that uh that you know has focused on blonde leaf for in a very long time multiple decades just comes out with a dark leaf i get a little nervous okay I get a little nervous. You don't think that uh, expertise and just shisha flavoring and tobaccos would just lead to a very successful? I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, we've mentioned it before, but Dark Leaf has very, very specific things about it. Very true. Make it a good session. Very true. And you can't, you can't just focus. I mean, you know, flavor is a huge part of it, of course. But there's a lot of things, a lot of other little things, little details. That can be missed that will make it not good. So I am very, uh, very excited to try this once it comes in. Okay, okay. The last thing to wrap up uh, this office newsroom is the KM sale. Um, kind of rocking this for the summer. I'm not sure when we'll end this, but um, all of our Kalima Moon hookahs are 15 to 25% off. So if you want to get a green hookah like myself, you can because it's on sale and that's what's happening in the newsroom hit him with that do 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 done that's the newsroom done i will say i i would like to see cam make a purple hookah okay you know i like i if it's the the sharif short like you have sure i just want to see it in purple so if anybody from cam listens to this Make me a purple hookah. I'm sorry, I have to laugh because I just know somebody that, at them. Somebody, somebody at them. them. Yeah, don't at me. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I just know that that's not happening. No I one know. from KM is listened. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad, sad day over here. I'm gonna uh, listen. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give them crap at the show if they're there. If they're there, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the very top and be like, I'm gonna practice my Arabic. <laughs> on the way make sure it's up to par and just be like just that's the only thing i'm gonna say just make me a purple <laughs> and for those who don't know you did some some arabic training uh i did i took uh three years of it in college okay i got a uh, got a minor in it okay um so you know i'm definitely not where i where i used to be uh i can i can communicate very uh very crudely uh, you know, if you need to ask me where I studied or where the bathroom is or <laughs> what I like to eat, very yeah, crudely. Like I'm, you know, I, I can do that for sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, might brush up on it a little bit just to just to prep for that uh, that purple hookah discussion. Yeah, for me, I've had uh, an Arabic side of my family since I was seven, so we've had kind of Arabic food at Thanksgiving and other different oh, Arabic. Yes celebrations and whatnot but i know absolutely nothing in the language world of uh, arabic i can pretty much tell you shishtawuk is a type of chicken dish that i like <laughs> that's uh, fair enough yeah you're yeah. not wrong there you go so that's I mean, all the arabic that i know and uh but yeah i hope you uh, brush up on that but if you don't know how to say it or how to spell it 
but you know what it tastes like. Let's go. What does it taste like? <laughs> wow, we're really just jumping into that, aren't we? Oh my gosh. That was a terrible segue, but I tried to just figure out if I could get something out of it, but we are here. We're in it. You may not know what it sounds like, but you'll know what it tastes like. <laughs> are we talking about that dish? That, that Yeah, we're talking about shishtawook. It's, it's pretty it's interesting. Like, so what does that taste like, I mean, John? It's, it's chicken. It's spice. You know, you put like plain yogurt <laughs> on the outside of it. <laughs> You can do it in like a, a kebab format. And uh, oh I don't think this was a real question. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But I appreciate that you answered it anyway. I, you know, that's what I respect about you, Sean. You just take stuff and you roll with it. I take everything oh, literally. Christ. Oh, man. So this is the part of the podcast where we tell you what a flavor tastes like that we have never tried before. Um, each week we will smoke something new. And uh, we'll try our best to tell you what it tastes like and if we enjoyed it. Um, and you make the decision on if you want to try it or smoke it. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> hopefully hopefully our, our, uh, our descriptions and our recommendations don't steer you wrong. Yep. If they do, I'm sorry. But that's <laughs> not on us. That's you, you trusted us and that was your fault. So I think you kicked it off last time? Or... I believe so. Okay, so I've got one for this one since we're talking about chicken. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell me you have a chicken and onion flavor No, but uh. the flavor that I smoke has chicken in the name And I don't mean chicken, I mean poultry And the flavor that I smoked is Nirvana Super Shisha Poultry in Motion And like I said, or like we said before We get to see a lot of these people that we don't get to see every day And Nirvana, the Nirvana team is one of those groups of people that we're going to be seeing here shortly and i've got I some questions there are some there are some but... crazy crazy people and i mean that in a good way they're awesome awesome people out in kansas um but some of their flavor my names question for them my main question for them mm-hmm. is just going to be what they're smoking at the office <laughs> not like not like hookah wise I just want to make that clear. Yes. I want whatever they've got <laughs> to come up with these names and these flavors and these, the artwork and the, oh my God, because whatever it is, they're doing great. Yeah. And Ooh. yeah. So the flavor is Poultry in Motion. This is one of their newer flavors from their U.S. batch re-release, um, kind of going with some of the other new flavors, Lemon Party, Not Waving, Drowning, uh, yeah, Telephone Milk. There's there's quite a few interesting names in here, but Poultry in Motion, this one I had a feeling I might like because it is pretty much peach and mango, and it is a white peach, if you want to just throw that out there, kind of similar to our white chai. It is a white peach, but the mango is very rough. It's very rough, and I mean that in a way that it's very natural. It kind of almost has like a, uh, I want to say grit, but I know that's not like the best term to use for that positive connotations yeah but there is there is something to it there's a texture to the mango and it's not a bad texture it's just i know that the mango is the one that's kind of causing it it's definitely not the peach the peach is way too light for it to be coming from there it's definitely just coming from that mango and you can kind of have that when you smoke mango by itself it just has a just an interesting feeling you know going across your tongue but i was a fan until that buzz hit me 
boy <laughs> jeez because i did just like you know we talked about when we talk about you know preparing our sessions at home you let that bowl sit for just a minute you get everything done and then you take that awesome first pull and boom clouds wow this is good boom clouds mm, okay mm, mango coming through boom clouds all right whoop do i have feet <laughs> wait huh? y'all i'm stuck i'm stuck to the couch what's happening whoa buddy yeah so that was a it was a roller coaster ride um would i smoke it again i would under better prepping like <laughs> have a good a good meal good water and you know we always say practice practice safe smoking yeah stay hydrated and all that but still all of that could not prepare me for for that <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, that. Yeah, that's kind of sounds like the first experience I had with a with a, a lot of the Nirvana was just, yeah, flavor, yeah, flavor, you <laughs> flavor, flavor. <laughs> yeah, where am I? Like, if any of you all tried the uh, Nirvana cut back when it was last year, um, I would definitely try it again if you're looking for a buzz because this stuff is buzzy. And that's what uh that's the shit I do like. <laughs> Always like the buzziness. Always helps out in a bowl. Um cool. I might actually have to try that though. That sounds uh that sounds interesting. Hopefully the the buzz I'm prepared for. <laughs> I think I you did, are because you're smoking tangiers last week. Yes, so. there you go. Yeah. So I think I'm okay. Yeah. Um for me, yeah, smoking not- Starbuzz bold and then switching to that, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just no. No. Um, but speaking of Starbucks Bulb, my flavor this week is one I mentioned earlier. It is the Black Peach Mist from Starbucks Bulb. It, uh... Man, I'm impressed. Yes. I'm impressed. Yes. It's, e- like, I think it has to be, like, top three Starbucks Bulb flavors. Yes, there you go. It is so good. It's It's got, like, the blackberry, like, the kind of tartness from it. It's got the, the peach flavor that Starbucks is just so good at. Like, it's just a sweet, like, white peach type of flavor. And whatever mist is, I don't really <laughs> know what mist is. I mean, it, it's, it's they have blue mist, which has that, like, mist flavor as well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it a mint, but it's kind of just like refreshing. It's there's a certain flavor to it that can only be described as mist. mist. Yeah, I I, th- I take it as like their cashmere. It's like their special blend of a little spice, a little sweetness, a little cooling. It's like not just add a dash of it in the stuff. Yeah, it's and it's like dash. it's not even like a mint flavor. It's just the cooling effect but with this weird sweetness. And yeah, like you said, there's peach mist, black mist, blackberry, whatever, blue mist. There you go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, quite a few mixes. Mist is mix. You know what? Keep keep talking about the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like I like it was I was just blown away by it. Like the tartness from the black like the the blackberry and the uh, the sweetness from the peach just really complements each other. I it's it is definitely going to be one of my rotation from here on out. Like it is just good all around that is Uh, that is that is a joy right there when we talked about things that we enjoy about hookah is when you pass on a flavor or you have a favorite flavor and your friend smokes it and they really enjoy it it just makes you happy it's like yeah i know it's good i know i'm glad you're enjoying it but i know this is so good man yeah i know i know i know i'm glad you're here now i'm glad you're here i've been sitting here for a while just waiting (laughs) waiting for you to get here but yeah it's good 
<laughs> oh god, it's like it's. I was I was pleasantly surprised by this. Like I, you know, I, there's a couple bold flavors that I really love. Like Mighty Freeze is one of them. Mm-hmm. White Mint is another one. I mentioned that smoking that currently. Um, and, and like, but I haven't come across a ton that I've just been like, oh yeah, that's you just gotta smoke that. Like you just, <laughs> why wouldn't you smoke that? This is one of those. Okay, the Black Peach Mist is definitely one of those. Like, wait, why wouldn't you want that? So for me, I'm like, gonna do. I'm gonna do one of these things since this has never happened before. We haven't had any requests just yet. Have you tried Asian Persuasion? I have. Okay, I was gonna have that I as have. as your your homework flavor because that's, that is. That's, that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it for me. Like, so yeah, no. that one is a grape ginger tea, and it's super unique. I you know, and not a fan of you know a lot of grape flavors, but that one, it's it's different. It's different. And it, I like it's, the ginger. It certainly is different. I <laughs> see. That's what gets me. The ginger is what gets me. Ah, I'm like I don't like ginger in smoke. I don't like uh, what's the what's the trifecta ginger one? Oh, Bohemian uh, mix. No, there's another one. Coconut. Oh, ginger. coconut ginger. I don't yeah. like coconut ginger. I the the ginger makes it weird. I don't like coconut that much to begin with, but like I just thought the ginger makes it like worse. So yeah, ginger not the flavor I want in my bowl, like in any capacity. <laughs> so you can you can keep Asian persuasion. Okay, man. okay, that ain't me. Um, ain't so no me. ginger in the bowl, but you like Carnival Nights, right? It's okay. okay. I mean, it's 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 not my it's not like the worst thing. Ever. I mean, that, like, that's I'll, ginger cardamom. It's definitely heavier on the cardamom than than it is the ginger. I would say. Yeah, I mean, the Carnival Nights is one of those things where it's like if it's in a bowl, I'm fine with it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way. Okay. Yeah. So. I feel you. I feel you. So yeah. yeah. So would you uh, smoke that again? Uh, I think that's a yes on your end. I mean, I've been smoking it. Pretty much nonstop all week. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to smoke it again. Okay. Well, bam. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is What's It Taste Like. And I also think that we've been talking for a bit. You've, you've heard a little yeah. bit about Expos. You've heard about the newsroom. You heard a lot of it about Expos. That was a good probably half hour of this podcast. So I, I like that. that. Was... I like that. Yeah, that was that was a good that was a good uh, good topic on this. One. Yeah, good call on that one, Sean. Yeah, you know, for me, once again, you know, back in the day, only being able to see videos, you know, small video clips and some photos, I never really got to understand what the expo thing was like. So I hope you got to experience a little bit of what it was like and kind of feel like you're there. Just a little bit, but we will Just have a little bit. we will have more to talk about on the next 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 podcast which would be the podcast after uh hookah expo i think i think we looked at a calendar before this but that should be the podcast that we are talking about how hookah expo worldwide was so if you are going to hookah expo worldwide let us know so we can meet up and high five you and if you're there just say hi to us just come up and say hi like you we're pretty noticeable dudes yeah like we're, we're very we're both very tall. We're both very unique looking people. Yeah. Just just you'll you'll see us. <laughs> we kind of stand out a little bit. I usually have some kind of weird robe on. Are you wearing the like, robe again? Oh, of course I'm wearing the <laughs> robe again, man. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, that's great. I was oh, of course I'm going to wear the robe. Yeah, so you'll be easy to spot. I'll be, I'll easy, be easy to, to spot. spot. It's you know, and one of the things for those expos are those situations when people come up that do want to talk to us but they feel like we might be 
I don't know. Some people just think we're we might be judgy or we're busy or we we don't really want to talk to people. Just come up and talk to us. Just I've I've been in your shoes before. I was I I'm not saying that you all are fangirling us, but I definitely fangirled um Jake from Hookah Rev when he was doing his <laughs> YouTube channel because he used to got me started on my YouTube channel. So I felt like he was a, a huge, huge person in, in my hookah life. So when I saw him, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm smoking with Jake. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm smoking with Jake. How, how are you? Uh, I love Jake. Uh, He's a good dude. Uh, do you like this flavor? Uh, 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 uh. And then like after a while, he was just like, dude, just stop. Like, chill out. <laughs> you okay? And I was just like, we're just kicking it. Yeah, like, we're just chilling. Just chill. Like, just chill. And after that, like that one moment, I've been chill at these shows since then. Like, I just needed one person to just kind of just go, hey, hey, <laughs> quit it. Hey, stop. Chill, chill. But that was my very first show, so it was kind of overwhelming to see everyone in in the flesh. So uh, if you see us once again, high fives are cool. What up? <laughs> tell us you like the podcast say what's up tell us you hate just, the just, podcast and we yeah, should quit give us, give us tips <laughs> yell at us i don't care just say what's up yeah like, and also yes be prepared for sean not to care he has very thick thick skin <laughs> i do i do i'm listen i'm just gonna give anybody who's listening to this and is going to it i am a relatively crude person I have very thick skin. Nothing you can say is going to upset Nothing. Me. I'm going to make some jokes. I'm going to probably poke fun at you a little bit, like, to some extent. Not in a mean way. Yeah. But, like, you know, we're going to have fun. It, it's it's just my way of interacting with people and uh, and and kind of getting everybody on the same page. Like, hey, you don't, you don't have to be weird. You can, <laughs> you can just say what's up. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's a, I think it's time to put a bow and a ribbon on this box because we present to you episode 17 of the Hookah Expo. Nope. The Hookah Expo podcast. Sure. <laughs> it's the, we expose ourselves. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. So please spell it ex- like expose, like not like the actual word expose in the, in, on the podcast. Oh, like, Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be flagged as like potential like sex offenders. I just listen. Like, I don't want people to think like, are they gonna, are they flashes? Like, I don't. Am I gonna hear the nudity? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, I don't know. Are they gonna? Are this gonna be like a, like a picture guide to this? Like, like, I mean, I already slapped my belly earlier, and it may or may not be, you know, like exposed. it's canon. Ah. Um, but yeah, you know, just just we gotta we gotta be we gotta be careful on this title. But yeah. But seriously, I we can't stress this enough, everybody. Please say hi to us. Please just talk to us. We it's our favorite. We part need of these attention, shows. is what we're saying. <laughs> what I said, we need attention. That's what we're saying. We're we're attention starved. <laughs> okay, we're past an hour. Let's get off this. <laughs> All right, yeah. On that note, everybody, we should probably call this one. So uh, once again, thank you for listening to uh, to the Hookah Podcast. Yes, sponsored by Hookah Dashisha. You got it. See, we're, we're working it in. Slowly, it will become a thing. You know, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna, we're gonna make, make it happen. happen. Alrighty, we're, we're still learning, but uh, appreciate it, everybody. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts for uh, listening and, and supporting us. And you know, we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, I got a switch. So if you guys play Switch, send your friend codes. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a switch, but don't send me your friend codes. I. I don't play those games. Yeah, I don't even know what games that I would do that, but Tetris 9-9, oh my god, this is amazing. I do have that. 
I do have Okay, that. well, we might be able to throw down on that. But that's after the podcast. So, catch you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That, the energy on that one was good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, I'm gonna click. Oh, I wasn't recording? No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh